Welcome, welcome, welcome to Thirst Knowledge Podcast, episode 76. I'm James Evers. I'm Justin. And I'm Seth Tardiff. And today on the episode, we welcome back Kenny Bean on the podcast, Talking yes. Comics. Fuck yeah. Yeah, we sure do. And Kenny is an expert in all things comics. And that's what most of this episode is about, whether it be comics and film or comics on the page. And we also talk a little bit about Taco Bell and how to reheat it properly, because James has this crazy new method Fuck that yeah. he discovered. <laughs> Works perfect. So, uh, so many thanks to Kenny Bean for being on this episode and sharing his knowledge and wisdom. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Enjoy. Enjoy. just had a bp5 layer box from taco bell on the way in <laughs> and like i Today? usually yeah yeah they have like a deluxe cravings box now so instead of getting those bullshit little cinnamon twists they give you a little bullshit thing of tortilla chips with nacho cheese oh sick that's way better yeah yeah and then you get a beefy five layer uh doritos locos taco and then you get whatever their signature bullshit of that day is or that month and this time it was a steak gordita i think Hmm. It wasn't bad. I'm not. I don't like that shell. I think we've talked about it before. You don't like the gordita shell? Yeah, it's like poofy and bullshit. Crunchy. It's a little crunchy. Yeah. I think it's the one that's not deep fried, right? I thought the gordita was the deep fried. I think one. it was deep fried. Yeah. Oh, that shit's delicious. It's just too much bread. I don't like a lot of bread. I had Taco Bell for the first time last week in like five oh my years. God. No, no, he said that. I was like, he didn't finish that sentence. I was like, oh my God. Just got shot in the heart. <laughs> no, in like quite some time. And it was awesome. Dude, what'd you get? Oh, Crunchyroll Supreme. Nice. Classic. Dorito Locos Taco. Nice. Nachos Bell Grande. Ooh. Ooh. That's a good, that's a good little, little pick. The Doritos Taco was probably like the best idea that actually was a little more of just a huge disappointment to me. I don't like them that much either. They don't hold up. Like no. they're not. You got to eat them. They the, sog out. You got to eat them the oh, yeah. second yeah. they're made. Yeah. And they're good if you get them like you if you eat it fresh. super fresh. It's good. And their ratios are good when they make it. Yeah. But no, I'm a soft taco guy all day. I got a fucking. I was just like I went to bed unsatisfied for some reason. Like I just like had dinner. Or like had an early dinner and I was just like, I kind of want to eat something. But it was like 9.30 at night and I'm like, Ugh. and at my house, we don't have snacks, which is a big problem in the house. Like if I just had snacks. You don't have cookies? I thought you had cookies. We don't have shit, man. Like Gina's, Gina's hardcore. Like <laughs> we we like have, we don't even really have like milk so I can make like chocolate milk or something. I'd be like, this will hold me over for the night. Like we don't have any carbs really. So Anyway, I was in bed and I was like, should I do it? And I was like, I'm just doing it. And I ordered a 12 pack from Taco Bell from Grubhub to have it delivered to the house. <laughs> and Gina was already asleep. <laughs> and she woke up in the middle of me, like just the whole box on my chest. And I was like four tacos deep. She's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, nothing. Go back to bed. <laughs> and like, I couldn't eat all 12, obviously. So I had like five. And then I put them in the fridge. I was like, I hate eating taco. I know you guys love Taco Bell the next day, but I hate eating Taco Bell leftovers. I think they're nasty. It depends on the item. Correct. 
So soft tacos, they have a problem where the lettuce gets wet and then it makes everything wet. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, no, and then soft the lettuce, taco doesn't work. You microwave it and then the lettuce is soggy and it makes everything. I deconstructed all the tacos. So I put all the beef in a bowl, all the lettuce and cheese I separated, and then I baked the tortillas again in the oven. So they were kind of crunchy. Okay. And then I microwaved the beef and then I put new lettuce new cheese on it and it was okay mm. so i ate the rest of them that that's day. some advanced taco bell uh i didn't want to waste my 30 dollar box of tacos because of the delivery charges and shit i was gonna say that it doesn't cost 30 dollars if you get the box yeah. but i guess if but i didn't want to i was a little bitter about the price so mm. i was like i gotta eat them and then i watched this dude matt stoney on youtube you probably Hell seen yeah. him on youtube he crushed a 12 pack of soft tacos from taco bell in a minute and 30 seconds yeah, dude's Ooh, crazy. A minute and what? thirty seconds. Dude yeah. is a beast. Even you've never watched Matt Snow. No, let me. Yeah. I'm gonna put this on the list. I've brought him up before. He's a he's a balls. Yeah, yeah he, he's just a competitive eater. But he's skinny. He's like a skinny Asian dude. They call him Toad. Yep. Matt Stoney, and he cool. crushes food. He like eats. I I don't know. I think he. It's always ridiculous amount of calories. But he recently just ate eight pounds of grade. A5 Wagyu steak, eight pounds in five minutes, and it was equal to like 21,000 calories. And how many dollars? $8,000. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he's the only person to have beat Joey Chestnut yeah. um, at the 4th of July hot dog eating contest cool. in like the past 10 years. Holy yeah. shit. He beat him one year. Wow. Dude, t- I'm just trying to like put my head around this. Eight pounds, meaning I step on the scale... I have 200 pounds. I eat this fucking thing, and I'm eight pounds heavier. He's in eating how, way more than eight yeah. pounds yeah. of food. That was just one of the That's things. That's fucked, man. Yeah like, yeah, like he'll roll up to like a pizza shop and be like, oh, let me get one of everything on your menu. Go home and like film himself eating it, and he'll kill it in like seven minutes. Yeah, I saw Dude. him make, it was disgusting, but he he got like, five or ten boxes of oreos and took all the cream filling out oh. and he had this oh, fucking thing it was like <laughs> this creature of filling and he just like <laughs> just oh, it just starts eating it like a fucking he's holding like a baby and they, i love that he does a calorie thing oh my yeah God. and it's just like you know seven pounds of sugar and he just eats it I want to know what his blood work looks like. Uh, I would really want to. He's just, skinny. He's, he's a skinny he's guy. He's got to like work out like a fiend and also have some crazy genetics to he top like, it. There's one where he blends an entire. He like debones a turkey and then he blends it with like mash like a mashed potatoes gravy like stuffing like all a smoothie and he makes this like two gallon smoothie of Thanksgiving and just chugs it. Dude, it's gnarly. And he's like less than twenty five too, so he has that metabolism. He's done. a young dude, yeah, sure. I, I still l- want to know what his blood work looks like because <laughs> just because he's skinny doesn't mean shit. Yeah, he right. could have like some horrible numbers, and vice versa. Just because you're you know a big a big person doesn't mean your labs are shit either. Yeah. You know, yeah. when Pokemon was a thing at McDonald's, you remember they're giving out Pokemon cards for Happy Meals. Do you remember any Didn't of this? That, like this back in the nineties. No, no, this is recent. It created oh, okay. a frenzy where people were like, yeah. like, no, we're not, like, they were like, everyone was, because you're getting a legit deck of Pokemon cards from Pokemon, and there was five cards in like it. Like a booster? Yeah, but or it was like, like half- only, they're only selling those cards at McDonald's, so once they're gone, you can't get them again. So he was like, I'm going to try to get all 25 
Pokemon cards from McDonald's in one sitting. <laughs> so he buys like 25 Happy Meals and he's not allowed to open the pack until he he's... finishes it. <laughs> so he's like, so he's like 19 boxes in. He's just trying to get this one card. And he's like, what the fuck? And he's like, goes through, he's like, no. And he's like, he's got to eat another Happy Meal. <laughs> and he ends up not being able to do it. He gets through like 22 Happy Meals and then he's like, I can't eat anymore. So he grabs the next three and it's the next one has the card he needs in it. Wow, it damn. But yeah, good watch. You 22 get... Happy Meals? He eats something ridiculous like that. I don't remember Fucking the number. Fucking man. <clears throat> I feel like I could probably eat like four or five Happy Meals. Yeah, four or five. Sure. Yeah. When I was in high school, the McDonald's in Clinton opened up while I was like 16 years old. So... And we were already, like, drinking at McDonald's by then, so they tore down the old one, put a new one up, so we were the first customers. We wanted to get, like, receipt number one when they opened, so we stayed out there. And then we ended up getting it. (laughs) We got pictures and shit to be like, look at us. We're the first ever customers at this moment McDonald's bullshit. Anyway, like, a few weeks later, they do this thing where it's 10 cent, like, hamburgers for the whole day or something. So if you go there and you get a hamburger, it's 10 cents. Yeah. So you could go there and we'd all we all got a dollar. We want like we want 10 hamburgers and like me and all my friends got 10 hamburgers each to see who could eat 10 hamburgers. Dude, I ate like 8 and I was going to die. So to have and This is when you were younger. This is when I was like 16, 17 like, and I ate eight burgers and I was like I can't eat another fucking burger. I'm going to die. So, I feel like you could eat more now than yeah, your yeah, for sure. 16-year-old self. Yeah, my 16-year-old self was a little shrimp. Mm. I'm a beefy man now. <laughs> You're a power lifter. I'm a power lifter, you know? Power eater. I eat fast. Kenny, what superhero can eat the most food? Like, if the, if Ooh, the, su- if the superheroes were competitive eaters, which one would win? Um, I got a theory. There's a character from DC who's part of the... I think it's the Legion of Superheroes. Um, and his power is to just eat stuff and then spit it back out. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. No way. But so he can eat anything. Like he'll eat like a fucking car, and then takes that matter, turns it into like energy, and like oh, blasts it back. Okay, out. then he definitely. Oh, he would win. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. I, I don't. He's like an obscure, mm, fucking middle of nowhere character. I, I don't. I can't remember his name though. Yeah. It'd be that guy. I, I was thinking of uh, <laughs> either the kid that on X Men that's really fast, but he just does he he's really fast, right? Speed or uh... yeah, Quicksilver. Quicksilver. So yeah, could, yeah. So could he just metabolize quick? Probably. But then he'd be shitting yeah. like all the time, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> or the dude that can stretch from the Fantastic Four, he just stretches his stomach out, right? That ooh, that would work, right? Yeah, maybe. But he would also have to either shit it or puke it out, though. Right. Yeah. That dude can just convert it straight to energy. Do you think he, like Mr. Fantastic, is he allowed to, like, if he can manipulate and stretch his body, can he, like, like, expel or, like... Like stretch out his butthole. GI motility, like, can he, like, encourage that to happen with his body and just, like, let it go through quickly? I mean, I'd like to hope. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> like, yeah, if you can stretch your arm, you can probably stretch your butthole. And, like, you can, he could essentially eat it and just have it fall 
through like a, a, a tube it doesn't even oh, touch like him open up his his it's, b-hole and his whole metabolism and it just like she i tracked yeah and just he just drops it, it just yeah. drops it yeah. technically it went through him it's like you so, just, just turn himself into like a washer like a paper like, towel roll yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah oh my god then i guess he would win all right so that that there you have it mr fantastic wow yeah i guess I wonder if the Hulk gets hungry when he's the Hulk and then he switches back and he's like, fuck what I do. <laughs> I was thinking like maybe Deadpool because like it wouldn't kill him and he would just regenerate. Yeah, but I don't think he he doesn't have like the power to like eat quickly, though, or eat like. No, but I don't think if it got to the it wouldn't it would never get to the point where it would kill him. Does he ever get fat? Does Deadpool ever get fat? Uh, he may. I mean, there's Deadpool is one of those weird characters that has like a lot of like obscure, just like one-off stories. Yeah, yeah. 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 And there's you know Lady Deadpool, Dog Deadpool. Like there's one where he's a dinosaur. So like there's probably a story <laughs> out there where he's like, you just see like um like the dino dinosaur is like a T Rex. So he has like the the Deadpool mask with like two katanas on his back that he can't reach because he has small arms. Oh my that's God. hilarious. <laughs> Damn, that's fucking funny. Speaking of Deadpool, I didn't know this until today, but the Venom symbiote was Deadpool was the first contact, the first human to attach to, or that Venom attached to when he came to Earth. Yes, yeah, uh, that was during um, the Beyonders thing. Can't remember right now. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, Venom attached big... to Deadpool first. Yeah, yes. so when Venom came down to Earth, Deadpool was the first human that Venom like tried to symbiote with. Is it in the movie? No. Oh, okay. I was going to say. I'm no, like, the movie, I, the, correct me if I'm wrong, the movie took some weird liberties with the story. Yes, yeah, that's correct. So, so when the symbiote made first contact with anybody, Deadpool, it was... Um, it was during a big comic event, and it wasn't. It was on. It wasn't on Earth. It was on. Um, can't see. I didn't prepare for this. Um, <laughs> it was on some other planet yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it it was a big event caused by the Beyonder, who is another um, otherworldly, godlike being. Um, and at the time, Spider Man needed a new suit because his suit was all torn up from like battle damage and stuff like that. Deadpool was the first one to make contact. Um, and at the time, they didn't know it was a living organism or a living being. Yeah, they yeah. just thought it was like some sort of technology that grafted to your skin that was just a suit. Um, yeah, Deadpool was the first one to make contact. And then it eventually made its way to Peter Parker or Spider Man because he had needed a suit anyway while they were on this other planet damn was this during the um the uh i had it written down somewhere it was like the the kree like scroll war or anything like that is that no no um is that way later here i'm gonna google this because it's bothering me but yeah that, that that that's that's later on um or the 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 contact with deadpool is way after the kree scroll war um, I'm not sure. Okay. I tried to I tried to like dig up a lot of Venom's origin stories and I, I got really So at the beginning, 
I don't know if you want to walk us through this, but with with Null, yes, and his whole backstory, yeah. So so Null is a weird one. So I, I haven't Null wasn't introduced till I want to say like twenty fourteen. Really, he, he, he's he's a relatively new character. Um, within the past 10 to 15 years to be introduced it might even might not even be 2014 but he's a really new character and then using him they went back and kind of like not even rewrote but just wrote a lot of back history having to do with the symbiotes interesting okay um so i know who he is i know a lot of a lot of like different facts and information about him and like his exploits and stuff like that but i really don't know a lot about his his complete backstory because he started a lot of his story started coming out after I had stopped following a lot of like the newer comics gotcha. week to week. Interesting. Yeah, so Null was like this god kind of deity that existed before creation. Yeah. And then <clears throat> he was just happy. He just he liked the fact that nobody else was around. He was kind of a a loner. And then creation started happening in the universe, so he got fucking pissed. And he like created this um, created this artificial planet um, called Clintar, and then he that's where he basically created all these these symbiotes. Yeah. Um, and then at, at some point the symbiotes like turned on him and imprisoned him, and then they kind of just like took over from there. Yep. And the Clintar is the race that the symbiotes are as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And then. So, so his the sword that Null actually uses is going to be, in theory, should be featured in the next Thor movie, um, because it is the weapon that gives the power to uh, Gore, the God Butcher, who's going to be played by Christian Bale in the next Thor movie. Really? Yes, yeah, so they were. They he had gotten the sword from Null, and that's what he uses to hunt down other norse gods cool and that sword is able to slay norse gods yes it's a god killer yeah Yeah. it's a god killer oh shit and that guy's i haven't been like following up on any of the newer movies that are coming out for the most part but christian bale is gonna be playing that guy correct damn that's crazy that should be fun he's called the butcher uh gore the god butcher Mm. gore the god that's a fucking good name (laughs) <laughs> and he doesn't like Norse gods, or he just doesn't like gods in general, or what? Uh, he doesn't like gods in general, but specifically the Norse gods. Um, in At least in the comics, if I remember correctly, Odin had killed off in in his conquest um, Gore's family. Oh, so it, it, he's using this as more so an act of revenge. Gotcha. Neat. Okay. The was so if the null backstory was kind of written more recently, or <clears throat> the null slash symbiote origin history was written more recently, what about the different types of symbiotes and when they started becoming re- relevant in comics? Um, more so beyond Venom and Carnage that we know, are they also um, like Scream, Toxin, Agony, Phage? Like, are they all? more modern stories no, so um a lot of them and and i don't know the exact years that they'd come out after that but all of them are all um offspring of either venom or carnage uh the symbiotes pr- reproduce asexually 
Um, that's where Carnage came in. Uh, the there was a point when um, Brock um, was in in prison with Cletus Cassidy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eddie Brock, sorry, was in prison with Cletus Cassidy after being separated from the Venom symbiote, and he was being held in prison due to his crimes as when he was Venom, and the symbiote breaks him out of prison by finding his way into Rikers Island, attaching himself again, but Venom left off um, his offspring, being Carnage, who who then um, formed with Cletus Cassidy, who was a, a, a serial killer in his own right prior to even getting the the symbiote. And all Phage, Toxin, um, Riot, all of them are other offspring of Venom and Carnage as well yeah. in, in their own right. Yeah, so <clears throat> Venom is the 998th iteration of his, like... Generation yeah. of his bloodline, yeah, yeah, and so that that piece where at any certain point a symbiote will reproduce that second that next generation, Carnage became the nine hundred ninety ninth, and then um, the uh, not scream toxin became the thousandth Correct. symbiote iteration and was like the biggest badass of like all of them, yeah, to the point where like. Uh, Carnage and Venom were like petrified of this fucking dude. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Which is a lot to say if Carnage is scared. So with um, oh, man, with the Marvel Cinematic Universe and then like the Sony Spider Verse-ish thing or yeah. whatever the hell that they're trying to do can Marvel only has permission to use Spider-Man from that universe or are they going to, is there any plan or was there any talk about them bringing symbiotes into the MCU or anything like that so to my understanding that was never part of the agreement um, they were only to be using Spider-Man and then any of the direct um, any of his his direct foes or antagonists mm-hmm. which Venom Eddie Brock Eddie Brock and any of really any of the the symbiotes are a huge antagonist in in Spider-Man exactly, storyline, yeah, right? Yeah, but um, as it as it goes goes on, Sony wanted to use those products themselves. Mm-hmm. But and I, I know there's something you guys want to talk about in terms of um, reviewing or talking about this newest Venom movie with Carnage. But the post credit scene I hints. See, but what it, never mind. No, I want to. I want to know. Okay. I, was gonna, I was gonna look it up. Let's do it. The post credit scene hints at um the sony spider verse like like you were just referencing hints at that kind of melding into the mcu oh really someone said there's like a loki reference or something so i haven't i haven't seen the movie but the i i've only seen that end credit scene i didn't see a loki reference in in the end credit scene um but it it shows Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock on vacation somewhere, um, and he's kind of in like kind of like a shitty motel room, watching TV after he just got out of the shower, and then all of a sudden, shit just starts kind of shaking up a little bit, and it kind of goes all almost like staticky or blurry, 
and then his whole room changes. Now he has like a nicer TV on the on the wall. Um, he has like his hotel room's like overlooking like a beach, and then the TV changes from what like the news station he was watching to a news ch- station with J. Jonah Jameson um, talking about Spider Man, how he's the, he's a menace, and all of this other stuff. Um, Does that kind of play into the end credit scene from the last Spider-Man movie? Yes. So, so okay. the, the same the same scene of J. Jonah Jameson talking about Spider-Man, how he's a menace. Yeah. That that's the same the, the same news story. Oh, that he, he's, he's seeing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's the okay. same the same news story. That's fucking like a, crazy. Like the universe is kind of just like molded together. Correct. And so a lot of people have speculated online that that is taking place when Doctor Strange is doing his weird magic that you've seen in the trailer. I assume everybody's seen in the trailer for the next Spider-Man movie. No Way Home. Yeah, No Way Home, where there's the... um, uh, When he's trying to get everybody to forget Peter Parker is Spider-Man. And I don't know if... um, Because of, like looking deeper into this stuff like i came across i don't know if they were like true spoilers or rumors or whatever but like uh spider-man no way home with dr strange it look it seems like they're gonna explore a lot of like spider-man no way home seems like they're gonna explore a lot of the different alternative universes or the multiverse yep and the different iterations of spider-man and there's word on the block that they're gonna bring in toby mcguire and Andrew Garfield and those Spider-Mans are all going to meet up with Tom Holland and it's going to be a whole thing. I would like to see that happen. It, it has been rumored ever since, you know, two or three years ago when, when they announced it was going to be No Way Home and they, they kind of announced the possibility of bringing back different characters. Um, and then, so it's been rumored that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are coming back for a couple years now. crazy if yeah, that's yeah. going to be the case, man. It's going to... It, it would be insane. Mm-hmm. And then this newest trailer for No Way Home dropped, and you see um, Alfred Molina's Doc Ock. Yeah, yeah. And then you hear um, the Green Goblin laugh that is Willem Dafoe. So you can only assume that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to be there, because yeah. why would they not? Why would they bring the, the antagonists from those movies in? Yeah. Unless it's a big troll, but yeah. that would be fucking crazy, though. <laughs> Jamie Foxx also confirmed to be in it, as well as his iteration of Electro from the second Amazing Spider-Man movie with Andrew Garfield yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. It's going to be crazy. And it was cool that they were able to bring back the original Doc Ock. Yeah. Because, I mean, there really is no better person to play that role. That really is him. Yeah. And... That's like trying to replace. Um, even though he only played it one role, it's like trying to replace Tony Stark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was so perfect casting. Yeah, yeah. What about? Um, did you watch the new uh, Morbius trailer? I haven't. No. Okay, with Jared Leto. Recently, this just like dropped. Like, yeah, I think a it only dropped ago. within the past few days. Yeah, but apparently, there's also some like nuggets in there of like. It's ties to I don't know if it's the Spider Verse or the, the Venom Universe. I don't know if it's Sony doing it. Who I don't fucking know. So oh. from what I've read, 
or what I've seen online is it definitely implies that it's part of the Tom Holland Spider-Verse or like MCU. There's Easter eggs that almost imply that it's part of the, the Raimi-verse with Tobey Maguire. There's Jeez. Easter eggs that <laughs> imply that it's part of um, the the universe that the Andrew Garfield movie was set in. And then it also alludes to and makes like comments about... Um, I, I already said the MCU. I was going to say the MCU again. Um, Michael Keaton's Vulture shows up in the first trailer for Jesus. that movie. So nobody kind of knows exactly where this is going to lie. Okay. Fuck. All right. And that's the same thing like Seth was just saying, too, is they could be trolling us. You know, they could be putting these Easter eggs, planting them in the trailer, and then none of them to could even be hype in the, and everything. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They could, yeah. none of them could be in the final product. True. Oh, that would be lame. Or they're just linking everything together and it's fucking insane like it's really expand like you you know you thought the mcu is big and now you're connecting all these other like legacy properties and all this stuff yeah but when you when you play around with multiverses and time travel and all this shit like anything's fair game pretty much right (laughs) like crazy ass shit happening yeah trying to tie everything together all the uh the movies before the world ends in real life Maybe what do you just mean trying to wrap it up. <laughs> I've been it's watching true. a lot of simulation theory. It's been fucking me up a little bit. A lot of Elon Musk bullshit. He's convinced. If he is convinced, why should I even think? He's got <laughs> enough money to figure shit out. <laughs> so what? Uh, if you, if we could spend a couple of minutes on this, please. Okay. So, he, so <laughs> I, okay. I think this does tie into multiverse theory and time travel and everything. Perfect. So, yeah. Let's let's hear. Okay. Let's hear. So let's hear. I don't know where he was at, but he was at some sort of convention. He was speaking, and some guy comes up and asks him about simulation theory, and he's like, "Are we really getting into?" It? He's like, "He's like, I've had a lot of hot tub experiences where we've had to um, ban simulation theory in our hot tub, you know, hanging out and talking because." blah 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 so then he starts talking about graphics video game graphics and just like he's like if you think about just 30 40 years ago video games was just you know two sticks and a ball playing he's talking about pong Mm -hmm. and you come up to where it's at now yeah with graphics being like really good and shit and computer power and all this and he's like if you just you know continue with this growth of video games even if it's 10,000 years in the future, there's going to be a point where the graphics are so good that you can't indistinct, you won't be able to distinguish, re- distinguish real life, real from life. video game. Right. Yeah. And then at that point, when you don't know what's real, the video game or real life, that will be essentially a simulation mm-hmm. of what is real life. And whether it be 10,000 years from now or, you know, a hundred years from now, when you get to that point and you don't know what's a simulation and what's not a simulation, what's stopping you from saying that this current one right now isn't a simulation? And it just like, fuck, fucking bullshit. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> and, you know, and then there was another thing where some guy, another interview with Elon Musk, and he was just like, if you could ask, if you, you know, right now there was an AI that was, you know, just it, we were able to make an actual AI 
who can think for itself and everything and compute at levels that we can't even comprehend. Like, what would you ask? What would be the question that you would ask? And he's just like, he just sits there and he's like looking around like a fucking autistic weirdo. And he's, um, 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 and he's just like, what's beyond the simulation? And I'm like, fuck you, bro. Why do you got to ask that? Just end, <laughs> end the show at that. He's like, what's beyond the simulation? And I'm like, you motherfucker, bro. Why are you trying to fuck my life up? <laughs> even if, <clears throat> even if it is a simulation, does All that change anything about any aspect about how you would live your life? Yes. Really? It would. Yeah, fuck yeah. Because then if I know, okay, it's a simulation. 99% of me is just like, fuck it, you know, whatever. I'll just continue living my life and try to be have fun and enjoy this simulation. And hopefully like... Until your program deletes. Until my program deletes. And hopefully one day maybe my program will be uploaded again. Who knows? But there's just going to be that 1% being a little bitter that I don't have motherfucking cheat codes. Like, where can I get some cheat codes? Oh, because if you're in a simulation, <laughs> there must be some kind of cheat codes. There's right? got to be a way. Yeah. Like, what's the, what's the, what's the, you know, simulation fucking hack where I can be a billionaire and not have to worry about this bullshit? You got to hack the matrix is what. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if there's a matrix, there's got to be a way to hack it, right? Or at least manipulate it in my favor. Maybe. There's always going to be a Konami code. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. What's they that were, like? Right, right, left, left, down, right, down, right. Up, AB, down, AB. up, yeah. down, back, forward, forward. <laughs> AB, left, AB triangle, start. X, square. Yeah. If you want to tank, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess. <clears throat> I mean, would you? Would you? Could you make the assumption that the the rich and wealthy, the top like one percent, I don't know, have the cheat codes? I mean, well, I mean, Elon Musk, you'd think would have the cheat code, right? He's like one of the richest motherfuckers ever right now, right? Yeah. But if he did have the cheat codes, don't you think he would do more with his cheat codes? Like what? I don't know. Be more richer? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> like cr- create more space travel things? Like why? <laughs> but I mean, just like why abide by the simulation rules? If you How have do you the know that codes? he is? I don't know. Just a bunch of stupid. I guess I don't. I guess I don't know. <laughs> There's a thing that's been going around recently where someone in like the world food protection UN bullshit was just like if Elon just gives us 2% of his wealth we could solve world hunger this is thing has been going around on the internet oh yeah the I saw that yeah, you saw yeah. that and then he, he posts I don't know if it's real or not because I don't have Twitter but you know some Twitter memes are fake as shit but it says that he tweeted out like how will six billion dollars help he's like if six billion dollars right now will solve world hunger i'll give it to you right now i'll sell my tesla stock right now and give it to you but i want it to be explained step by step where every dollar is gonna go yes blah 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 i mean i i I agree totally with that because it's the whole thing you can teach a man you know you can give a man a fish teach a man like right what is what does that mean to end world hunger does that mean like perpetually for the rest of time everybody will have all the sustenance they need to live a healthy life right that that's what it means right so is that all it takes is six billion dollars someone finally what are all the systems and steps that you would have to put in place to achieve that yeah people think you can just throw money at a problem throw a bunch of fish at you know a hungry person and okay yeah like you could end world hunger for a day, I'm sure, with a bunch of money. But then what about the next day and the next day right. forever until, you know, the simulation ends? And and that's what he's asking for. He's he's asking for a game plan from the UN. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. hey, someone kind of step ex- by step. Yeah, right. Someone kind of explained it. And then he posted this article from like 2014 where 
kids, fucking starving kids, were being forced to blow, like, give oral sex to UN workers for food if they wanted food. And he's like, can you just explain this to me real quick? And I was like, damn, wow. that's dark. <laughs> that's super dark. Like 12-year-old kids were, like, blowing UN officials so they could get some food because they had all the food there, but they weren't giving kids. I was like, I'm like, God damn, that's dark. And I don't know if I mean, he po- – because I watch it off 9gag. I get all my news and shit off 9gag. <laughs> oh my God. But someone posted I was like, damn, if that's real, that's, that's dark. Yeah. I mean, would you take a shot in the mouth for a loaf of bread? I mean, then people were posing. Well, they're like, well, a low does have this much calories and this much Jesus. protein. <laughs> yeah. It's like certified dietitian here. He's like, that actually has 13 grams of protein and fucking depending on load length. And I was like, God that's, damn, you savages. That's ridiculous. So but I yes. think for our next podcast with Kenny, though, I was just thinking about this when we were talking about the whole Spider-Man multiverse thing or whatever. Yeah. We should all go see a movie together, whether it's the next Spider-Man or whatever, and then like podcast like right after it. Is re- you guys remember like back in the day when you'd go with like your friends to the movies and then like you'd get out of the movie and you'd all be like, oh shit, like this yeah. thing happened and that, and you get that high from like just fucking seeing a movie, you know, like to capture that in like podcast form. <clears throat> For sure. I think that'd be, that'd I be got that cool. on the Guardians of the Galaxy when the first one came out and they're like, who's Star-Lord's dad? What? Oh yeah. And like everyone was talking and we like, there was a kid that went and saw it with us and he like read all the comic books and i was like who is it and he's like well it could be like this guy or it could be that or this it's like technically it wasn't really explained and i was like fuck yeah <laughs> but i'm in yeah. yeah let's do it i want to know i know you didn't see the movie but is there anything okay there's this character i won't explain who the character is and there's like obviously an epic battle scene at the end like every every movie and there's a character that gets injured or dead or hurt and he's just lying there and then all of a sudden, his his eyes are open. He's lying there. And then all of a sudden, they like glow like a light blue, and then they die again. And then the movie ends. And then there's obviously a credit scene where he's like on vacation with Venom and shit. But you're talking about blue eyes. the most recent Venom Carnage movie. Any blue eyes ring a bell for anything? I mean, I would need to know who the character is. I don't care if you spoil anything for me. Yeah, I don't care either. It's, uh, <clears throat> it's, Spoilers it's for the like, listener. It's just yeah. like a cop. He's like he's just like a, a detective. No, isn't that one of the symbiotes? It could be. Maybe he got blood in his mouth or some shit. And he's he's a he's a blue. He's um he's the detective throughout the whole move. He ends up shooting in the very beginning. It explains that he like shoots um um Cletus's like girlfriend in the eye, and that's why she's got a fucked up eye when they're mm-hmm. like younger. But he's like this just a regular detective that works for the police station that is trying to like help Brock kind of figure out what's going on throughout the whole movie. And then he ends up just being there because at the end, because he's just one of the characters and he gets killed or injured and his eyes glow blue at the end. And I'm like, Oh fuck, what does that mean? I don't know who that is. Yeah. I don't know. His eyes glow blue. I don't know fucking know what that means. Someone said there is Loki. like, Oh, if you watch Loki, like the series on Disney plus. Yep. I haven't seen like it. there's an homage to that and i could i watched that shit and i didn't see anything i don't even know what the blue eye thing is unless it's loki is loki of blue eyes um the lo- like loki is a frost giant all the frost giants have blue eyes yeah maybe that was a frost giant and no one knew i don't know 
He didn't fight very well. <laughs> <laughs> He'd also have to be. And he fought a regular human. And he yeah, lost to a woman. 14 feet tall. Yeah. No, right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know <laughs> if they can morph into people. Yeah, I don't know. I don't huh. know. So according to Google. Yeah. I just searched uh, Blue Eyes Carnage movie. And it says Venom 2's Blue Eyes character reveal teases Marvel's Toxin for sequel. Toxin. Okay. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Which would make sense based off of, you know. Oh, okay, so then he got a little bit of that's okay carnage in him. That makes sense. It's uh, the Detective Mulligan. Yeah. He's like just yeah. a detective. Hmm. So, so yeah. maybe he got a little toxin in him at the end. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that answers that. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. It's still a good movie. I thought it was a little shorter it was. It was only like an hour yeah. thirty seven. Like it was very. I think that's short. a good length. For... It, it seemed like things were going at a pretty fast pace. Yeah. Fast pace, like, which wasn't isn't a bad thing, but it was. Uh, yeah, it seemed a little rushed through. Is it because you were comfortable in the movie theater? I was pretty comfortable. So okay, so <laughs> I'll explain. Yeah, what was your experience? Like you, you went yesterday. I went yesterday at a pretty low budget movie theater. Like Venom is about, it's like weaning its way out of movie theaters right yeah. now to make room for new ones. So like a lot of places near me have like matinees that still have older movies on them that kind of like linger. So I went and saw at one thirty p.m. on a Friday. So that was I worked all night the night before. I pulled like a fucking twenty four hour straight shift. So I got out of work at noon. So then I drove straight to the movie theater and I was wearing like Kevlar pants. You didn't I, change out of your work clothes. No. Okay. And I've, I've been wearing boots for like 30 hours. So my, my socks are sweaty and gross. So I get in there and I'm literally the only person in the entire movie theater except for like the ticket jockey dude. And he also got me my popcorn. So he like left the ticket booth and then he's like, oh, you want some snacks with that? I'm like, sure. And then he like went around the other one. So I go into the theater and I'm the only motherfucker in there. And I'm like, and I'm kind of late for the movie. Like it started, like I missed the first minute and I look around. I'm like, oh shit. And I put a snap. I was like, look at me and all my friends. And then, so I was the only one in there. So I was like getting up, looking at like the good spots. I was like, no, I'm going to move to this seat. And I was like, like trying to make, get the best seat in the house. Mm-hmm. And then I fucking take my boots off. I unbuckle my pants, put my pants down a little bit. And then like I put my fucking sweaty ass socks on the seat in front of me. And I just straight up lax. It's a nice, it was nice. Mm. Um, I had a piss in the movie. I didn't fucking leave. I just pissed in my water bottle. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to miss the movie. So I just pissed in the water bottle next to me and I just put it to the side and just kept continued watching. It was great. It's a pretty good movie experience. Nobody was in there. I could do whatever I want. That's crazy. I looked behind to see if like there was a dude like in the in the movie part, like just jerking <laughs> off to the back of my head. Because <laughs> it was weird. Because it was just me and that one guy. But yeah, it was kosher. It was good. Yeah, was that the first movie you've been to in a while? Oh hell yeah! The last movie I saw before that was Creed Two. Oh my god! Really? Yeah. Damn. That was a while that ago. movie came out a while ago. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Creed Two. <laughs> I didn't even want to see it. <laughs> I got invited, and I already said no like three times the other movies. So I was like, ah, yeah, sure. What do you want to see? Creed 2. I was like, fuck it, whatever. We'll go see Creed 2. Okay. I haven't seen Creed 1, but... <laughs> I mean, it's probably Rocky, some sort of Rocky bullshit. Yeah. Which it was. 
<laughs> yep. Yeah. And it was funny because the kid I saw that with, I also saw Rocky Balboa with him like eight years before like that. 2000 and like eight. Yeah. Something like that. And we seven, listened to seven. the Rocky soundtrack driving to see Balboa and Lemonster. Of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or at Rocky Five or whatever it was. Damn. I think the last movie that I saw in the theater was the last Star Wars movie. Oh yeah, yeah. That that was 2019, right? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think that had just came out right before I was here last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't see that in theater. I'm pretty sure that was the last movie because there were no 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 Marvel movies that came out. The newest At, Avenger in the theaters after that, right? No. Oh, because that was right when COVID. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It was a yeah. couple months before that, and then Black Widow was supposed to come out, right? That yeah, was Black Widow was supposed yeah. to, but it didn't. Yeah. They were fighting with a lot of uh, actors and actresses about them like when they sign contracts they make money off the theater profits Mm -hmm. but because they were bringing like black widow and a couple movies straight to streaming it wasn't in their contract they'd make money off views on streaming so they were like getting in conflicts with that shit and getting fights and legal arguments. yeah wasn't scarlett johansson like in some yeah she she was supposed to be getting like you were saying she was supposed to be getting a a big paycheck is a percentage of theater sales right you know we were supposed to go to her after the movie had left theaters and because it didn't go to theaters it went directly to streaming on disney plus she got none of that money which was upwards of several million dollars yeah and she tried to sue disney for it i don't know the outcome of that mm. i would imagine but, they settled out or yeah, something, yeah right like because i mean they, like there's gonna be mo- more movies with her and if they fucking are, I are, mean, are there though she's, she's dead. dead oh she died yeah i feel like i watched that movie <laughs> i don't well, remember she, she died in endgame yeah oh she does yeah i don't remember that yeah <laughs> yeah black widow is a was a prequel to oh Mike all right okay endgame and yeah Infinity so they can be War. like fuck you johansson what are you gonna do oh wait you're already dead oh shit peace bitch <laughs> <laughs> they really fucked her like Dude, all those they, companies fuck people, man. Well, no, they but suck. like of all the superheroes, like I feel like she got fucked hard. Like her movie should have came out way before Endgame, which would have added to the to the like intensity and sadness of her death. And like, oh yeah, yeah. Like it was all a huge misstep. Like she deserved way better than that. Yeah. That movie did. Did you guys all watch the movie? No, I so I just it. watched it like last week. That movie would have been way better if it was released sooner yes it it's release time i feel killed that whole movie yeah just because she had died in endgame right this whole movie being a prequel to that like there's no suspense in this whole movie there's no she's already dead yeah you know what's gonna happen you know she's gonna die so yeah that's true any time any big suspenseful suspenseful event that happens in this movie that there's no there's no pressure you know you know she's gonna live because she's gonna die the next movie right. doesn't so, matter. Like, <laughs> i feel like it could it it would have worked better because they tried to cram a lot of stuff into that movie there's a lot of backstory there's a lot of things like james was saying about like you know venom or whatever how it seems kind of rushed because it's short this movie was long 
but there's they still try and do so much like character development and stuff in it but it does seem pretty rushed i feel like it would have worked a little bit better as like a series like one of the multi-episode things like they did with loki or something like that so that you could actually spend a little more time yeah making the characters more meaningful over a longer period of time because they introduce so many new characters so like even if it was a prequel it might actually work a little bit better if you could like get more weight behind the other characters than just having it be all on like scarlett johansson's black widow character right yeah um but the mo- it, I guess it was it was fun to watch. It was entertaining, but there was a couple of things that took me out of it. The bad accents, okay, because none of those people are fucking Russian, <laughs> <laughs> and some of them were more convincing than others. But like her sister, like Black Widow's like quote sister, it was not no. a good accent at all dude and i'm just like come on you could like because natasha doesn't have an accent like you could have easily just made her sister not have an accent you don't know that character yeah you know what i mean like (laughs) rather than have her have this like really bad fake accent but i would say that um the guy from stranger things uh, Uh, david harbour david harbour he was actually entertaining in the movie like even with his bad accent it was funny enough like his character i i feel he was the best part of that movie totally hands down yeah damn i saw i saw watch that movie i don't remember shit about it oh well whatever i mean a lot of like big action sequences and crazy shit like that and but it's funny you you mentioned the venom movie feeling like like it was short i watched the first venom and it was like to me it felt like it it felt fast it didn't feel like there was no lulls and i i kind of liked the fact that there was no like hyped up like super final battle it was like it really just stayed very like on pace and it was that was it it was done like it it just it felt good Mm. instead of having like this big like sort of fake out did the did the the big bad die and now he's back again and he dies again like it Mm -hmm. was just a very good i i i liked it i didn't think i would like it but it it was fucking well done yeah it made me want to watch the new venom after watching this i was like god damn and like i like venom because he's funny he says funny shit Especially in the second one, he says some funny shit. He's like, "Oh, we're we're gonna die!" <laughs> like when he's got to fight Carnage, he's like, "Oh no, never mind. I didn't know. I didn't know he was like a symbiote of me." He's like, "Fuck this!" And he starts. He's like, "He's like, you can get a new girlfriend, kind of thing," because his girlfriend is like, you know, fucking one of the whatever gets kidnapped or some shit. And he's like, "Nope, fuck this." <laughs> and then he's like, "All right, if you really want to do it, we're gonna die." <laughs> It's just silly. As a comic fan, how did you feel the movie did as far as like... So, so I still haven't watched Carnage. No, no, the original Venom. Oh, the original Venom. Or the, the first Venom movie. So I seen that in theaters when it first came out. I remember not liking it. I haven't watched it since then. Yeah. Um. It did a lot of stuff well, but it did too much... It, I feel like it tried to do too much without having Spider-Man in it. I, f- sure. I feel like Sp- Spider-Man plays such an integral role in Venom's backstory 
that it's hard to have an origin story of Venom, which is essentially what that was without Spider-Man. Right. I feel with some characters, you can you can try to skirt away from certain um, important things in their origin story, but I, I feel like you can't do that with Venom. Why? I know the answer. I feel like I do, but I, I want you to, like, you know, for the listeners, why, why do you feel that way? Um, as we discussed earlier when we first started talking, um, Spider-Man is what brought the symbiote to Earth, um, or what brought the symbiote to New York. He got a lot of, um, at least the symbiote got a lot of feeling for Spider-Man after losing it. Um, a lot of his rage, his... In, in, in terms the the symbiote's rage and anger is what fueled him to fuse to another person finding eddie brock who already didn't like peter parker and spider-man because they were like they were like nemesis in like the reporting world right yes correct yeah um yeah i just i, I feel like like i said it, he's such an integral plays such an integral role to the creation of that character right um they did a good job doing doing it without Spider-Man. I, I feel they, they did very good with what they had. Sure. It's it just more so a personal preference on my end. I, I feel it could have been done better with the addition of Spider-Man, Peter Parker. You know, may, maybe the, um, the relationship between Eddie Brock and, and Peter Parker as as reporters stuff stuff like that as well so i i wonder if this whole multiverse thing in like the end credit scene where it's like shifting the perspective and all that stuff is gonna not like really retcon it or anything but now like venom and eddie brock are in that same they're like kind of hinting at that right like he sees j jonah jameson and all this shit like maybe he also there's a version of him that also exists in the MCU yeah. Spider-Man thing and now they're going to kind of maybe they're pulling Tom Hardy in or something and he's going to play him in that thing you maybe. know what i mean like two venoms that's why i was so confused like the venom movie the original the first one took place in San Francisco and that just like fucked me all up i was like what? What maybe, the fuck maybe is it's, happening it's here? It's just a different. <laughs> like this should be New York. And it's a different universe or whatever, right? Yeah. So that Could like be. that Venom story is in that other universe or multiverse or whatever it is, and now they want to use the same characters, so they're shifting and all that shit, yeah. pulling it in, or yeah, yeah. So Spider Man brought the symbiote Venom to Earth. Correct. Um, so I had Googled that before. Like I said, I was going to. It, it was the Secret Wars. The Secret Wars. The Secret okay. Wars. Um, where that, that was started by a character who is essentially a god. Um, the Beyonder essentially took all of these characters, Deadpool, um, Spider-Man, a whole, whole bunch of characters off-world um, for this essentially a big tournament. So it's okay. It's like a it's game. Like in fucking yeah. Dragon Ball Z, the fucking tournament of champions or whatever <laughs> oh, yeah, the fuck yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, but in this, that's like I was saying, that's when Peter Parker's suit gets all torn up and shit like that. Yeah. He finds the black suit that he at first just thinks it's it's a piece of technology. You know, the, a really intelligent suit can can um, 
bind to his his skin you know fit anybody stuff of that nature and it wasn't until you know many issues later did they realize with with the assistance of uh mr fantastic or reed richards to did did they realize that 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 suit wasn't a suit but more so was a a a being what Mm. was you know had consciousness as well yeah and then that's when he had taken it off and um mary jane actually made him another suit that looked identical to what he looked like when he was wearing the symbiote and he continued to use that for a little while until he had switched back black and white yeah just the black and white that's cool and then there's the whole thing with like anti-venom yes with uh flash thompson yes so so the the anti-venom the anti-venom um was the byproduct of an interaction with um mr negative <laughs> i think i know, i think i know that guy <laughs> so have any of you guys played the the most recent spider-man video game the or, one <clears throat> so the not one with miles not well yes the so it came out in 2018 and then they made a sequel to that um it's like a shorter it's like small smaller game but essentially it's just like an expansion where you play as miles morales for the Ooh. whole game the one before that that the miles morales is a sequel to the main antagonist in that whole game is mr negative okay um but so an interaction with mr negative causes the anti-venom and so th- when he is the anti-venom he has none of the um weaknesses that a normal symbiote would have he can also cure diseases and cure you know any sort of ailments and he's stronger against venom and carnage and other symbiotes as well which is a very interesting a very interesting storyline yeah and flash thompson also wears the symbiote as well as agent venom so he gets like the symbiote under control and can use the venom or the symbiote powers to create firearms and stuff like that and he becomes an agent for shield essentially oh really making the suit more of like a look like a tactical army-esque suit as opposed to just you know your your traditional like um spandex looking suit (laughs) right spandex Arnold Schwarzenegger body. <laughs> Just chat, dude. Yeah. Cool. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, it was weird. I was like, and then I realized because when I was looking up through like the different symbiotes, and then I came across Agent Venom, and I was like, what the fuck? And then realizing it was Flash Thompson, and then realizing that Flash Thompson was the bully yes. in Spider Man's high school. And then I realized like Tom Holland's Flash Thompson bully is just like that stupid little like pip squeak of a kid who's just a dick mm-hmm. like <laughs> he can't be agent venom no, no way <laughs> they'll probably make something so like some sexy jacked man was his bully <laughs> right <laughs> yeah but it's cool man like there's some cool story to like all these different symbiotes and like how they interact with each other and like really they're just like more or less like iterations of like just the next generation of venom yeah with like adjusted powers based off of like who they fuse with and i thought it was interesting that like a lot of the symbiotes sort of operate off of adrenaline yes 
Whereas the difference with Carnage is that he fused with Cletus's blood. Yeah. Instead of adrenaline. Yeah. So most the symbiotes usually fuse to the nervous system itself, and like like you had mentioned, Carnage fuses through a cut that Cletus Cassidy had. Yeah. Fusing with the with his his bloodstream, which may, which is why he's so powerful too is you know your blood cells rapidly reproduce can rapidly replenish themselves so he has a way way higher accelerated uh healing factor he can shoot his um he can essentially shoot projectiles uh create significantly stronger weapons uh out of his, his own flesh and stuff of <laughs> stuff like that which is significantly cooler but also significantly stronger than any of the other symbiotes that are fused to uh the nervous system and right yeah and just yeah just have to go off adrenaline of in and of itself it's cool hmm. <laughs> i didn't know that part it's fucking cool yeah. man did they like show that in the in the movie um they show a scene so like in the movie it's different from his explanation yeah like i don't want to spoil it much but he doesn't go to jail brock doesn't go to jail at all um they get in like a fight at the at the prison because like throughout the sh- the thing Brock's visiting Cassidy because they're trying to solve his like murder all his murders that he did uh-huh. the, as a serial killer mm-hmm. and he's trying to get fame again um, by like finding all the bodies and finding out why he did it and he's kind of playing mind games with Brock being like I'll tell you everything if you just like come here and talk to me and blah 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 and like I think he gets bit by him or some shit, and he's like, he's like, your blood doesn't taste like normal blood. Why doesn't your blood taste like normal blood? And then that's when he like fucking becomes. <laughs> <laughs> sounds so stupid. You gotta see it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you will, and you'll be like, that's silly. Probably. I was really excited to watch that trailer though with Woody Harrelson in it because I really I'm a big fan of him, and I was like, fuck yeah, he's finally like a he's gonna be a sick. He's gonna be a fucking sick villain, you know. And it was like I said, it was it was kind of rushed. He wasn't really doing villainous things when he got out of prison. Really, mm-hmm. he's really just joyriding with his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like he stole a car and he like broke her out of her prison. But that's pretty much it. Then they get married. It's like really romantic. That and, seems so out of character, doesn't it? Well, and, and that's that's one of the reasons why I've not been interested in seeing the movie. Well, yeah. just the fact that it was rated PG thirteen instead of being rated yeah, R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Carnage's character is so Carnage really psychotic. Yeah, yeah. He, he's Cletus Cassidy is an actual psychopath. He he murdered. He was sent to Rikers Island for murdering for being convicted of murdering eleven people, but he bragged about murdering a couple dozen more than that. Um. He's an actual psychopath. He has no um, emotions, no um, regret, no remorse. Um, He's he's violent just to be violent. Yeah, and I'm I'm a pretty nice guy in this one. I remember watching one of the trailers for the, the new movie, and when he breaks out of prison, he like he's killing some guards to break himself out of prison. But it reaches a point where, like, he lets all of the other prisoners out. Yeah. And then he just leaves. But comic book Carnage would have also just killed all of the other prisoners right. just for shits and gigs. Right. right. 
he enjoys killing people and shedding blood like he, he wouldn't spare any of those lives it's almost like uh you feel bad for cassidy <laughs> throughout the whole movie you're like you know what i understand why he was a serial killer and like he even says like you know i was abused as a kid <laughs> and it's like so that's why how... i killed all those people was because no one even looked at me when i was a child and I was abused by my parents and like all this shit like that. That's, you know, that shit's fucked up obviously. But I think that just adds like fuel to the fire. Like that kind of shit. I don't think creates psychopaths. Like there's plenty of people that get abused when they're kids. Right. Oh, and they yeah. don't become psychopaths. They but become strippers. Yeah. <laughs> Alcoholics. <man. laughs> no, exactly. Porn right? stars. Like Taco but, Bell addicts. Brewers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's um there's just like people that have wires that are crossed in their brains and they're just bad people. Like from like whether right. or not like they could be raised great and then they're fucking psychopaths because there's something wrong there. Right. right? They just don't feel but remorse or anything. When you get one of those people that has that like crossed wire who was abused when they're that's like fucking exponentially yeah like it's creating this even worse thing right and and it sounds kind of like that's what you know cleus casty was like he was a psychopath that was all so why do we have to like create sympathy to make to make like justification of you know venom and brock and like any character justifying them killing them yeah you know at the end of a movie to make them less bad when they kill yeah you know i don't know yeah I mean, sounds just, like they I, fucked that up <laughs> yeah it's funny at the end and is it's like a comical um of him killing the killing him at the end yeah is is a comical thing <laughs> it's like it is it's like he's like ah oh, fuck like you're he's in the situation where should i kill him or should i let him free and then venom's like nope <laughs> and for all the same reasons you were just saying seth as good as a movie as it was that's why I didn't like the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix. Right. Because they, they made him seem... He was just getting like stepped on. Yeah, yeah, exa- exactly. That's a, yeah, that's exactly how, how I'd yeah. put that. They humanized him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's and not. No, he's a psychopath that enjoys killing. Like, why would you humanize that character? Like, don't The Batman with um, What's-His-Face was great with the Joker, um, the dude that killed himself in real life. Heath Ledger? Heath Ledger. That one was good. He was a fucking yeah. psychopath. <laughs> he was straight up psychopath. He was straight up but oh, fucking yeah. nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jo- Joaquin Phoenix. He felt bad yeah. for that motherfucker. Yeah. It, it, that movie was a great movie. Yeah. I never but saw it. Uh, you should yeah, see it. It, it, it is a very good movie, but they just, they're yeah. trying to defend him for being who he is. Right. Yeah. Which for any other character, like if you're just making a movie about it, like another serial killer, it would work out great, but there's certain Mr. characters. Yeah, exactly. But there's certain characters out there that they're psychopaths for no other reason of just they're you know they like to kill people. It's pure like, chaos, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 I was watching uh, this funny. It was just a meme, but they like struck a chord with me. Like um, <laughs> they like we've been slowly being trained to like view billionaires as like heroes and view billionaires as like they do no harm because mm-hmm. they are saying like um they're like why are we why is the they reference poison ivy and mr freeze they're like mr freeze just wanted to cool the earth down and um poison ivy was just trying to grow more trees and more plants while we're rooting for like the fucking billionaire 
that like kills them both <laughs> or whatever <laughs> and i'm like that's fucking true why are we rooting for this fucking rich billionaire bitch while like these two motherfuckers are trying to make the world different and just oh make change <laughs> one's trying to cool the earth one's trying to grow trees bitch i think that's a that's a good that should be a good segue to our next uh what i wanted to talk about was the new batman trailer so did you guys see the did you see did you actually watch the batman trailer yes yes you did yes okay so this one what did you think i'm curious thought it was dork dork yeah i thought um i like the fact that he's not doing the raspy voice thing as much you know i I think always christian bale type yeah that kind of always like the throat cancery type (laughs) that always bothered me like the (laughs) but then he talked normal and then all of a sudden he's got throat cancer again. Well, I mean, he was trying to disguise his actual voice. With all the technology he had, he couldn't just get a little throat thing? I mean, they exist. They're at CVS. <laughs> yeah, but that, that would get in the way, though. I guess. Yeah. So this, apparently this movie takes place as Batman's second year as, like, the Cape Crusader. So it's more, it's, it seems grittier. It's more, it, it seems like he's more, like, on a war path of revenge than like the justice of gotham yes right yeah it seems like he's a little bit more fresh like you were saying like fresh out of being trained to do what he's been wanting to do for the past 10 12 years since watching his parents got got murdered yeah um or get murdered rather um so he's just like fresh new out on the field and he's he hasn't developed all of the justice like you were saying like the morality behind what his older self would would eventually become right right so like how many years do you think this has you said like what 12 years he's probably in his 20s high 20s i i feel like in this movie i think he's in his low 30s or early 30s early 30s okay i got a problem with batman i'm gonna explain why right now all right there's plenty of people who go through fucked up shit okay yep. and you know they get over it you know shit happens and you get over you know perhaps the death of your parents or the murder of your parents but this motherfucker is on a war path like he just like can't get over it but you know what help a lot of people getting over the death of their parents i don't know like five billion dollars this motherfucker can do whatever he wants and he like he's just like I, he can't get over the death of his parents. Like but I think he that's was much such bullshit. a little kid, and it was such a traumatic if, if experience. Anything that's better, right? You'd rather. I know? guess it depends. What like so <laughs> so just what, get it over with now? <laughs> what age typically is like was Bruce Wayne when he saw his parents murdered? Like what? I, I want to say it's like ten to twelve. Okay, I mean I I'd say that that's pretty, that's pretty rough. That's pr- yeah. yeah like. Because straight up murdered in front of you and yeah. you didn't do shit. And you're just starting like puberty and stuff. So your hormones are changing and there's a lot going on right there at that right. time. You got Maurice life. behind you fucking commenting on like where you should be jizzing next. <laughs> That's true. It's but hard. I mean, like you're a billionaire. <laughs> you have so much money. Like you're a 12 year old. You could get plenty of adult hookers I to be like, I'm going to have sex with this 12 year old because he's going to give me $20,000. I don't know as far as like I'm not super keen on the Batman story but it could just be that at this point he doesn't have full control of like uh like the corporation like 
Wayne Industries or any of that stuff, like he may not have access to like all of that billions like he has. Yes, he might have he, cash, but I don't know. Plus, with that billions, well, by the way, I did just Google it. He was eight years old when his parents were killed. Eight years old. Okay. Okay. Him. So, I mean, that's still that's still pretty traumatic time. Like you're you're very well aware. He got like that a solid happening. twenty years to get over it, though. He's got a solid twenty years. Look, man, I agree with you. <laughs> if if like go around murdering people and shit, I probably wouldn't put on a cowl and just like fight crime. I would just be yeah, yeah. Like, yeah unfortunately, just... my parents died. I went to therapy. I I you know I healed, and now I'm rich as fuck, banging models, popping bottles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... you know, yeah. But he does that. <laughs> he does do yeah, that. Yeah, he does that he too. Right? Also, just assists in putting criminals in jail. Yeah. Isn't it like the whole point though is him trying to find the person who uh, like just killed his parents, or is is he just like you know what I want to make this world change because it's so shitty? Like Gotham City is just falling apart in front of him, and he's more about vigilanteness, or is he really just trying to find the murderer, or is that just kind of like oh if I happen to find it? Well, I mean, like like we were saying before, it's usually depicted as like when he's in his younger years. Yeah, he, he's he's essentially teaching or not teaching using these be it thugs or two-face or whoever it is that he's hunting as a surrogate for the person that took his parents from him and that's definitely how it starts out until he finds that sense of judgment and morality that points him more so to the to doing it for justice and not just doing it to to eventually find that surrogacy of this is the person who killed my parents. Mm. All right. And this one, because it's year two, like he's still developing his techniques. His technology still seems a bit like not fully like realized. Um, in the older comics of Batman or like the younger years portrayed, um, it seems like from what some of the, uh, internet forums were saying was like how it was more of like a detective noir story like yes. batman was originally a detective in a yes. sense yeah and his tagline has always been or for the majority of him being who he is the the world's greatest detective he debuted in not his own you know batman title but he debuted in detective comics yeah. which was you know a line of comics about you know mystery and really? suspense and so Batman was first taking place in detective comics. And he's always been the world's greatest detective, which I'm excited to see that in this next Batman movie with um the Riddler, it looks like they're they're taking very much a um like a zodiac killer approach to him with the way he operates. Yeah. He looks a lot scarier than your normal Riddler. Yeah. It's not your Jim Carrey Riddler. Yeah, <laughs> Which exactly. was great, by I the loved way. That. I loved it. Yeah. Like it's... a tight green suit. Yeah. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> but it, if they have somebody like Zodiac. That's what it seems like. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, with the messages and, like, um, even his, the you see a brief snapshot when they were, you saw that that streaming video with, yep. like, Serial Killer. And it you showed it saw his face. He looked like that. He had like a leather mask on with his fucking giant ass glasses. Yep. Mm-hmm. Super Zodiac vibe. Exactly. And so I feel they, or at least by the trailer, they'll be leaning it towards that um, 
that detective side. That's pretty cool because you haven't really seen that angle in any of the modern Batman movies no. at all, right? No, I mean, the closest you get to that at all in, in any of these, in anything, I, I can definitively say anything from um, the Christopher Nolan, um, Christian Bale movies, and then even into any of Ben Affleck's portrayals, Maybe he'll Google something or do like a some sort of internet search, mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. not like he's not detective. It's not detective. It's work. not old school classic detective type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the old Batman like animated series, uh, like old school, like that felt more detective like. Oh yeah, yes. Um, like are you talking about like the Bruce Tim '90s animated? Yeah, Batman? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah that that had way more of like that noir detective type vibes they they obviously had all like you know your typical action scenes as well sure but it was a lot closer to the detective iteration of batman more so than than any of the live action stuff we've gotten yeah and so in that trailer now so we know so we know riddler is in it we we saw what presumably is catwoman yes yeah um, yeah um Selena Kyle slash Catwoman is going to be in this one as well as um, the Penguin, I believe, as well. Yeah, so that was Colin Farrell yes. in that fucking yep. weird makeup, man, who looks... <laughs> the guy who's like, I got you! Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fucking Colin Farrell, That's man. so crazy, dude. That's <laughs> so, Penguin, Catwoman... Um. Yeah, the new Alfred Andy Sir, uh, Andy Circus. That I mean, Andy Circus is pretty cool. So yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I'm excited, man. Paul and is it called the Batman? The Batman. yes, cool. the Batman. Paul Dano is playing um the Riddler, which I'm excited for. Who? Uh, what's what else has he been? In? Um, have you seen There Will Be Blood? Yeah, he's the, the like the preacher. Oh, cool. Okay. He's the kid that he smashes the bits at the end. Yes, cool. Yep. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. That's <laughs> scene. Goes oh, across. <laughs> he was also in the girl next door with Emil Hirsch. I don't think I saw that. I know what he is though. Mm. Yeah, I can picture him. He's the girl icon. next. Oh shit! The girl next door. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of like the nerdy friends. Gotcha. Oh right, right. Yep. I do remember that. But it's good. This is gonna be a good fucking movie. I'm excited. It comes out in, like March at some point. Yeah. So it's like not that long of a wait. Hopefully our simulation doesn't end by then. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I mean, if you think about the simulations. I mean, what's stopping them to make 500 more Batmans? I mean, there's there's a lot of Batmans. And there's, I guess, whatever makes money in this simulation. Weird. All right. All right. Well, I guess we're going to end this simulation right now. Yeah. I yeah. don't feel good. <laughs> I'm going to drink a lot tonight. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.
thwip, thwip, splat, pow, kablam, whammo. Good job, guys. Good job. I like the onomatopoeia. That <laughs> That's what it's called. There. Yes. Yeah. Just trying to think of it. Yes. So there's the outro, comic book episode, Kenny Bean. I always like when he comes on. Fuck yeah. Oh, it's dude. the best. Yes. Every time he leaves, I have way more, I have so many more questions to ask him. I know. Yeah, we talked a lot about the Spider-Man stuff and the Spider-Verse and how it's crossing over and how Marvel's taking over the world with by merging everything that ever existed in all the comics. It's it's pretty pretty gnarly. I yeah. wanted to ask him about some Loki shit too, and I totally forgot. Oh, about yeah. it. Another time, I guess. Yeah, there's there's so many things. It's not going away, man. So many things. I know. And now that new movie that's come that's out, I forgot what it's called. Whatever it doesn't Eternals. Matter. Eternals. Eternals. Yeah. yeah. I just watched Shang Chi last couple of days it's pretty good is it yeah. i haven't seen it yet so we're in the qc portion of the thirst for knowledge podcast i've got two things from this episode very quick things but pretty good things first we have the character that kenny said could eat the most food yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we're talking it about spits that out energy yes and it, he said it was a uh dc character from the legion of superheroes which he was right but he couldn't remember the name of the guy <laughs> what's his name his name is, is gobble gobble Mr. spray blobbo no <laughs> matter eater lad jesus christ that's a mouthful yeah and his real name is tenzel kim and he has the power to eat matter in all forms, as do all natives of his home planet, Bismol. Of course. Like Pepto? <laughs> Nausea, heartburn, indigestion? Upset side? That's Diarrhea. so ridiculous, dude. Bismol. So ridiculous. Um, that's also the second character I think we've talked about that has Lad in his name, because Aquaman's like Aqualad. assistant is Aqualad. Aqualad. <laughs> Aqualad. <laughs> what the hell is with all these lads? He better come out in the new Aquaman. Yeah. Glad. <laughs> so the other thing was we were talking about the last time we went to the movies. And James said the last time that he went to the movies was when Creed 2 came out. Yeah. So I, I looked up when that came out. <laughs> and it was November of 2018. So three years ago. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally I thought it was longer than that for some reason. But that's still. You know. <laughs> 21. 2001 what sorry yeah yeah <laughs> um but that's all i've got for the qc you guys got anything else you got anything i don't no. know i ain't got shit. no no i got all nothing right. good. very excellent good, good. episode i liked it um yeah so you guys thanks for listening don't forget to check us out on our instagram and like us on our facebook don't forget to rate review and subscribe to our podcast. We're getting a lot of downloads. We appreciate it. Shout out to India. You guys, you know what? Everybody, you're doing a great job. Just keep listening and keep enjoying this show. Thanks for listening. And see you later. Bye.
sausage candles. <laughs>